only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself welcome Welcome. back whoa that was like overlapping we are of one mind (laughs) of one mind yes agreed i don't know if that's a good thing or hey how are (laughs) you doing well doing well um how about you uh yeah pretty good i guess um nothing crazy (laughs) going on just uh Pretty pretty standard week it's been. Nice weekend, good social activities going on. And yeah, it's it's the long weekend coming up. Anything, mm. anything going on? No, Cassie works uh, Friday Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And so I'll just be I don't know maybe to try to do some fun activities with the kids, spend some time outside. Sweet. A little bit uh, I don't know. We'll see. Mow the lawn R&R, maybe. Or, yeah, probably try to get some stuff done around the house. Just maybe do a little bit of purging or oh, uh, yes. maybe a little bit of organizing because the basement's a pretty big mess and it's mostly my domain. So I should probably put some effort into that. You feel mostly responsible mm-hmm. for these items is what you're saying? Uh, well, I spend the most time down here because this is where uh, the Xbox is and this is where I podcast right. with you. Yeah. So kind of just uh took it over a little bit at least at least a good third of the basement i am the captain now. i'm the captain now <laughs> yeah what's new with you Hang on. uh what's new with me i had my first wedding of the 2022 season and it was beautiful we experienced a few snags along the way but uh it all it all turned out fine in the end i was uh so relieved and exhausted oh yeah yes um i want to say it's one of my bigger weddings of the year so it's kind of nice to do it early on in the season mm-hmm. um, while you're still relatively fresh yeah feeling feeling good and uh yeah it was it it was beautiful the couple was so happy um yeah, I'm. I. It was nice to be creative again and, and do a little work that's like for my own soul, if you will. Um, and yeah, it all got wrapped up into this fun <laughs> couple of days where we were in Ottawa. So we saw my mom, and mom got to spend time with Isla. Um, Anson stayed with our in-laws here, and uh, yeah my like jordan and i got to spend time together just us it was like wild (laughs) that's insane whoa the worst part is is like like, 
you got you kind of get like the uh the rose colored lenses going like look, look at all the opportunities we have to do stuff and then you're like let's sleep let's mm-hmm. just sleep forever mm-hmm. yeah catch up on the z's bro uh yeah no it was nice to just like be us and we found ourselves like laughing and i don't know just like enjoying our company and i was like man feels so foreign <laughs> but it's so nice yeah that's the worst part is like there's always something to do there's always something on your mind when you, yeah. when you ditch your, your your most prominent responsibility it's so hard to capitalize yeah. on that opportunity and just enjoy it and relax and spend time together do you guys find that as well like when you actually get time together it's kind of like what do we even do it, yeah it, it's yeah <laughs> it, it's just just the weirdest thing yeah i'm we i'm sorry i was gonna say i'm i'm far more able to just do nothing than cassie is okay Uh, but even then it's hard to just i don't even know how to how to put it use the opportunity that is presented by having no kids time yeah yeah Yeah. like the, the adult in you is like let's just Mow the lawn, clean the garage, whatever, sweep, do chores, blah, 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 productive, no, nothing to get in the way. And then you're like, well, we could, we could go do groceries and not deal with car seats. Mm-hmm. We could do anything without a million questions. Mm-hmm. There is no poop that's not my own. I don't have to share any food. There's just so many benefits to it. But then, yeah the snacks you're almost never ready for it i don't think yeah no and i feel like it's gonna go by like in a second and then we'll be looking at our teenage kids who want nothing to do with us um and just wondering like where our sweet little children who just wanted mommy and daddy all the time where (laughs) did they go um yeah i feel like it's already going by so fast so i can only imagine but like at the same time, I think it's important that we all take these little breaks, if yes. you will, health that breaks. are presented. <laughs> yeah, mental health breaks uh, as parents, so that you can you can like spend time with your spouse or do nothing or whatever it is that quote unquote fills your cup. Right? Yeah. We're always talking about like the benefits of of recharging and making sure you're taking care of yourself and that sort of thing. And I feel like there's very little time that actually makes itself available to do those things. It, and like It's extra I don't hard know how too. people with mo- like we have two kids. I don't know how people with more than two kids do it. Like it's just bonkers. So I think there's, well, yeah, hang on. I just got to write a quick note here so I don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Parenting. So the 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 other part that I find really difficult is well I don't personally find it difficult but I know it can be more difficult is taking time for yourself as well not just for each other sure but like just just Jenna on her own with no kids no husband because even if if you're with each other you, you're still and it's relaxing and and you're there for each other and all this kind of stuff you're still accountable to another human being right. in a relationship. But when it's yeah. just you, you're like, I'm going to not get dressed today. I'm going to do nothing productive. Like, you know what I mean? And just totally mm-hmm. just maybe even spend a whole day just not talking because there's no one mm-hmm. you have to talk to. 
Like, That's can you enjoy that? It's hard. I don't know. Wow. What, what, and Jenna has frozen. Uh, we lost. She's probably talking oh, right now, trying remember. to figure it out. Oh, no. I was trying driving to back from. I do have an um, interesting segue after this. Bringing Anson to uh, daycare. And I'll he, be more specific. I think it's interesting. I was at home. You so guys can tell Jordan me if you home, think it's interesting, and too. And I uh, was by myself when I was driving back, and I was like, whoa. My internet might be the shits. It's wild. I also don't know frozen. what's going on. I think this is a bad sign, Turn guys. off my camera. We'll see if that helps speed up the process. Oh, I left the meeting. Okay. I'm going you to be doing a mic. play-by-play as I... Navigate. Oh, oh, something's happening Colin here. Colin has returned. Colin is returning. <laughs> I just said, I probably, <laughs> I was like, I was ad-libbing. I was like, she's je- definitely doing the same thing on the other line. A hundred percent. Yeah. I just kept talking and then I was like, yeah, Colin's frozen. I, and it's funny because I thought you froze. But anyway, it, I just turned off my camera. So hopefully that. Oh, helped. yes. This worked last time. Um. Yeah. Okay. So what did you and Jordan end up doing? Uh. Okay. So. We went to Sushi Can. Oh, oh man. So yummy. And we experienced something we have never <laughs> experienced. Yeah, I could see you choosing your words carefully there. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, uh, we They have waiter bots. Oh, what? They have two waiter bots at Sushi Can. So, okay. It is the coolest thing ever. Jordan was unfazed because he's like basically he's surrounded programs by robots. Yeah. robots all day long. He's so like he's the, like, I know exactly how these basic bitches work. Uh, <laughs> if he wants, he could totally disassemble them. He could. Yeah. And so he was kind of like walking me through how, uh, not how they get programmed per se, but like what the programming stages are. Right. Um, so he's like, they would learn like this, they would learn each of the tables and how to get there. And because they're robots, they only know one way to do things basically. Okay. And so the travel pattern on the tile in the restaurant is very well worn where the robots go <laughs> Okay. because they, they only traveled like the same path path because that's what they've been programmed to do logical right mm-hmm. um but the robot itself is kind of like this tall uh, picture a Roomba yeah but like really tall and and more wide I would say like so like a giant know. garbage can yeah uh, with a Roomba base <laughs> um so you guys I assume your Roomba would have had to have done something similar like it has to learn the area so it would do like a perimeter and then i don't even think it does the perimeter it's got a weird sort of it it looks random to the i'll say untrained eye and when i when i do air quotes i'm also lumping myself in there Uh, okay because it looked random but i'm sure there is a pattern that it does uh, some sort of sequence or a bunch of like if then else go this way till this happens anyway Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then as a result it maps out the entire floor okay Right. And, yeah. and you can and block off areas that you don't want it to go to just in the pro- right. in the app. Um, oh, yeah. sweet. 
That's smart. So, so th this is probably fairly similar as far as like a programming stage goes. But yeah, there's like four trays on the, the waiter bot and they label each tray to which table it belongs to. And so when the waiter bot arrives at your table, there's a screen. First of all, it talks as it's traveling. Here I come. That's creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so it arrives at your table, and then your table number uh, is labeled, uh, we'll say it's second uh, on the menu. So it, it would go like the first is at the top, the second is, is the next one down, yeah. the third's the next one down. So to mimic the, where the trays are on the waiter bot itself. So on the screen you're saying it tells you which tray is yes. yours. And then, yeah, and then you grab yes. your tray. And then you press like okay or whatever and then it moves on to the next table. And uh, it has turn signals. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the back of the waiter bot it says what table it's at when it's at the table. Which I thought was pretty clever. I don't know. It's a good feature, I think, because you can see like where it's traveling to next. Because it's as soon as it's finished with your table, then the next table lights up, and then it goes <coughs> to the next table. So we were like, Ooh, Army. is it us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Do you think they still had people waiters? Were they doing anything? Because did we talk about on the one episode where we went to Sushi in Kingston, and there was a ton you of did. yeah, okay. Was, yeah, like, yeah. did they hire too many waiter robots and they're just standing around doing nothing? No. No, no. There's two waiter robots. Um, we were also there between lunch and supper, so it was a bit of, like, a dull time right. for for people there. But it was getting busy as we were leaving. Um, but, yeah, there was two robots. And then the, the people who work there uh, mostly fill up water. Uh, some of them were delivering like smaller orders like I got two hand rolls and they dropped those off um, like a, a person dropped those off IRL yeah yeah, yeah. IRL. Um, yeah so it, it it's not replacing people but I think they had them operating more because it was quieter yeah, so they less. don't have to have staff standing around with few guests mm -hmm. to serve they can just use the waiter bots when it's quiet and then when it's busy they can have like more staff working to serve more people yeah and i think that seemed like the purpose to me anyway and i bet too like i don't know how new this stuff is but mm -hmm. i'm not sure how well though they would handle congestion people getting up to the bathroom or whatever you know what i mean coming in and out of the restaurant oh so they they have this feature that they just stop like if they do if they, they do get that like thing bumped where bumped or whatever they just like stop and then they kind of have to like buffer and then wait until their sensors have stopped being triggered essentially and then they can keep going triggered don't touch me! I know. <laughs> it's like Stuart yeah. from Mad TV. Um, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> do you think they'd program the robots to do that weird Canadian thing where you run into someone and you both get, you both keep shuffling in the same direction trying to get past each other? <laughs> or like, is not, not that I could tell, but 
maybe if they, that could be possible. It'd be really cool if they programmed like the older robots to be like less happy because oh, they, they worked there for too long and they've just watched More all their all their dreams pass by them and stuff and they they stop right. signaling. They stop putting the table number on their back. They're just like, figure it out, fuckers. Yeah. They don't even say, here I come. I'm coming. Cool it. Just like, yeah. Just like, here's your fucking food. And so this is all connected to the tablet that's on the table, too. So they don't ha- yet have tablets no. uh, for ordering and still the paper system. And what about uh, point of sale? Do the robots have a point of sale system you can pay with the robot? Or do you have to go to the cash for that? You have to go to the cash, yeah. I'm sure that's possible, but I feel like they don't want to take that risk. What if it's not even a robot? What if it's just like their nephew <laughs> on a tiny bike inside? Right, yeah. And he's like, I'm coming! He'd be pretty tiny, but like, <laughs> maybe. Anything's possible. I'm really glad right? I asked that question. That was a great answer. <laughs> Anything's possible. Okay, I got a I got a question for you. Okay. And then I want to talk about our newest segment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you just described robots mm-hmm. delivering food to your table. Right. Talking to you. Like as far as we've come as a as a human civilization. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine pointed out to me this week that there is a major hurdle that as a society we have not yet managed to leap and that is mastering the art of potty training your kids how come we can do pretty much anything think about something that that Mm -hmm. that we, we can fly we can we can see into the center of the milky way galaxy and and we've taken pictures of the black hole in that galaxy. And I can't get my daughter to shit on the toilet. Right. What's going on? Um, the only, like, do you want a, a true answer? Well, no, I want us to lie to our listeners. Jeez, oh, Jenna. <laughs> it's called We Made It, not We Made It Up. I think... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know if you just wanted me to like sugarcoat the No, it's up to you. The problem. <laughs> I see. Um so in the brain of a toddler, uh, there's like these I don't know what you would call them. Um emptiness. Signals okay. that start to go off as when they reach a certain age. So in toddlerhood so it could be anywhere from like two to four and i'm sure there's some extreme cases where it's like five and then also extreme cases like on the front end where like maybe your one-year-old is potty trained um it's all about the brain being able to register like hey this feeling means i have to pee i'm gonna go to the bathroom or the potty to do this um and you want to do it as smoothly as possible so that there's no regression. Because uh, nobody wants a fully trained kid to then all of a sudden be peeing everywhere again, <laughs> right? So it's like, uh, how, how do you even do this? I uh, I don't know much beyond that, to be honest, like on the scientific side. 
Uh, but I do know it's like a part of your brain that has to like communicate to you to your or your body has to communicate to the brain and be like, hey, the bladder's full. This means I have to pee. This means I have to go to the bathroom. It's time to go bust like a something, grumpy. Yeah, it's like where you develop. It's something you develop over time and practice. Now, um, there's this um, way of potty training that starts as early as birth called. Um, Shit it out. Yeah, 100%. It's like cry it out? Um, you just let him go? The shit it out. The, f- the, free, the free run method. No, yeah. I don't know. Um, That's why our yard is fenced in. There's one called... Um, we only have outdoor kids. Shit. Um, it's something about, like, intuitive... Some, oh, shoot. I'm going to look this up. I can't believe we're on topic and you said shoot instead of shit. Come on. Uh, Yeah, while you're searching, like, I think Olivia knows when she has to go to the bathroom. mm -hmm. I just don't think she wants to. I think it's like a FOMO thing now. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I'm good with just dookie in my drawers. I'm okay. I'm okay with the consequences. (laughs) I'm good here, you know. Elimination communication. Elimination communication. There's all kinds of stuff about it. It, I think, runs uh, parallel to baby lead weaning, if you've heard of that. No. Lead weaning? Baby lead weaning is like you give your kids whole food, whole pieces of food, and uh, in in stages, like you would with purees or whatever, um, but it's to teach them to eat food in its actual form instead of like breaking it down into puree form and then teaching them to eat that and then them having to relearn how to eat solids quote unquote later um do they have teeth at this point no but (laughs) it's like super controversial because uh, it increases choking hazards big time um but the idea is like you would start with like maybe uh, part of a banana, so something soft that they mm. can just like gnaw on or whatever, um, or or the opposite, you could give them like a carrot, peel a carrot for them, and then they chew on a carrot, and they're never gonna get through the carrot, but the idea is like they get to know and feel. <laughs> Good luck, fucker. What a carrot tastes like yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. So, um, anyways, there's all these different like parenting models and whatever, uh, but yeah, elimination communication is one of them. And the idea is, like, you're the brain of the child trying to communicate to you when they have to go. And so you're being kind of, like, the middle person and identifying, like, their tells for when they have to pee or poo. So, like, a lot of babies will, like, make a certain face or, like, look like they're really focused or concentrating right before they poop. And the idea is that you would, like, take them to the potty or the toilet at that time and let them go and then do it that way. Um, To which I say, good for you if you do that because it just sounds like it takes a lot of time. And um, I don't know. I thought that I was, like, being all granola by doing cloth diapers and lo and behold, it's not even 
it's not even that great, apparently. <laughs> and the hierarchy of all these different parenting methods, I don't know, whatever. Well, it's it's difficult to say that because I don't know who, I wouldn't even call it a hierarchy. It's more like a, it's more like a, uh, a brainstorm. A preference. Yeah, yeah, because you can't, you yeah. can't place one above the other. It's all your, your parenting style. And also, I think the child... Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's yeah. some things that's like, this is not going to work with this kid. Yeah. Like, they're just not, right? So, you got to, I don't know, be the judge as the adult in the room, if you will. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for that. Let's. Uh... Did you, sorry, did you have any, um, like, questions or comments or concerns? About, about that or for the, <laughs> for the show? About that. Oh, no. I was just really curious because it, w- it was just an interesting point of view. Just to, to marvel oh. at the the accomplishments of humankind and then... No, it's so true. Like, yeah. fuck, quit shitting your pants for the love of God. Like, so you know sweet. you do yeah. it. Like, I look... Uh, you could smell it. She's cropped us in the whole room. She's running past you. And it's like, hey, Olivia, <laughs> did you poo? And she goes, no. And she just keeps running. Like, And you're like, okay, so why are we lying about it also? Yeah. William is like, great because he'll go to the bathroom. He just won't flush it. Mm, like, yeah. listen, pal. He wants everybody to see Look at his it. accomplishments. It's, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to big dog me, and I'm not putting up with it. It's so funny. Um, the shit TMI, in his potty like, leave it there. Oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm the alpha. Yeah. Um, Look. Anson left a, a little. Uh, souvenir a little treat in the toilet <laughs> and jordan actually called me over to look at it he's like look who left you a hershey kiss <laughs> it's exactly what it looked like just sitting there because it was above the water line oh a floater so it was just hanging out there and it just made me laugh so much and anson ran over because we were both admiring his his, his poop his handiwork yeah i made in, that in for you yeah, and he's like, this is where you press to flush. And I was like, okay, go for it, buddy. And it didn't flush it away. <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe we'll try a couple more times. And then sure enough, eventually the water washed it away. So that's a far more productive response than I would have had. Why? If, he, if, if my child said, this is where you push to flush. I'm like, oh, oh so you do know. What, did, your, <laughs> did your brain short circuit after you finished wiping? Like, right. Son of a bitch. Anyway. No, Anson, I think, is going to far surpass me, not only in height, uh, but also in intelligence very soon. So, oh, really, eh? He's a, yeah. he's a really smart kid, though. I just, like, in a, in a very logical way. Because in some ways, not so, like, emotionally, needs a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad saying that, but, like... Wait, Aww. is it because he's a toddler? I was going to say, no, he's going to be an engineer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll Super see. Do smart. engineers have, like, emotion? Are they emotionally balanced? Oh, just, like, socially inept. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. He's kind of... He's, I'm, I'm he's just okay chirping. I, I'm chirping engineers, not your toddler Oh, son, I see. For the not record. My child. Yeah. Okay. Well, you might be chirping him unknowingly because we don't know where he'll end up. Well, in 20 years yes, when we're on episode 4,362... We will let you all know. I'm calling it. Let you know what Anson's up to. Um, It's going to be sweet. Do you want to tell everyone about your idea for our newest segment? Guys, it's... It's good. (laughs) (laughs) 
it'll be even better if you participate. Yes, so we want people's feedback on this one. Uh, I'm going to start by uh, leading into a few ideas, but if people can send in uh, examples or things that make us laugh that are related to this topic, that would be super, super wonderful. Yeah, highly encourage you. Um, And I'm sure we'll have to come up with some sort of audio for this, but... um, and, and I'm sorry, because Colin, you coined a phrase moments ago before we started recording. Um, While I would love to take credit for that, yeah, it's a it's it, going to be it's a common called. saying. Oh, yes. okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. I e the boomer generation. Mm-hmm, I e mm-hmm. most of our parents. Yes. Yeah, who we love dearly. Sidebar. But uh, there's just some quintessential (laughs) things that they do and say that I just, like, I'm noticing more and more. And uh, I want to write them down and just, like... Share them with the world. Share them. Yeah, share them. Talk about them. Why is this happening? Uh, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, So, I've got a couple examples. Um, I think, first and foremost... We have to mention the fact that, like, the weather is, like, the number one topic of discussion, right? So it's interesting you say that, too, because I think moon cycles are also part of that. We had, uh, it came up. Tell me more. Well, it came up multiple times this week at work. Our our chaplain. um, Yes. I don't think she's a boomer, but she's she's actually much older than I thought she was. She's, She's nearly 50 or... Okay. 40, somewhere between mid-40s and, and, and late-40s. So that would be like uh, Gen X? Kind of. But she yeah. she was talking about how there was a full moon a couple days mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I know Cassie said this and her mom has said this, but and especially because they work in long-term care. But yes. I guess, yeah, it's they talk about the weather and their bones hurting, but they also talk mm-hmm. about the full moon because they're like, all the crazies are coming out. I wonder and what's going to happen. happen. I don't know. I've never seen it. The The full moon thing is across the board. I feel like because um, I worked in retail for so long, you really saw it. Like, there'd be just this the pack of days, like three, four days, because there's the, the waxing and waning of the moon as well, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, there, there would, like, be a slow entrance of wacky people and then a slow exit and you'd be like what just happened and it would always align with the full moon always that's weird okay yeah. sorry a bit of a bit of a, a tangent there a i apologize pivot. yeah no that's okay. so so let's um, keep going with the boomer. boomers love talking about weather mm-hmm. what is that Me- like like weather's weather i i feel like it's important to prepare for things Sometimes we're like, hey, how's the weather? Like, it's such a... When did that become the go-to subject of conversation? I would say... <coughs> and this is just a, a shot in the dark, and it's a guess. Yeah. Uh, but when you're trying to be polite with people you know, yeah. and maybe have a quick conversation, but you don't want... It's it's like a, it's an easy small talk. Mm-hmm. It's showing a bit it of is. consideration for someone else's time uh, and your own, but you're also saying, hey, uh, I do want to spend more than a like when you always say hey how are you good how are you good and then you carry on with your day how are you good yeah how about that weather oh shit 
She kind of wants to talk. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't prepared <laughs> for this. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a an easy an easy go to small talk. Because I don't know. But also, are are you like being? I don't want to say not trapped per se but like in a conversation you can't be like oh yeah no i don't i don't talk about weather you know what i mean like well i mean it is an easy go-to but I j- for the person on the receiving end if they don't want to have that conversation what's your out well I, as a perfect example uh, my neighbor says supposed to be getting some more rain this week oh really yep man that sucks <laughs> all right see ya Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, right. gotcha. yeah, I don't know. Maybe you can pick up. I don't know why they talk about the weather. It could be Thank because they breaking that down, though. all grew up in like farmers really and almanacs and no internet. And they're just yes. like, there's changes in the wind. Yeah, they had to like really pay attention to weather. Or, now actually, like, this could oh. be real. The, all mm-hmm. of their parents were probably farmers or grew something to some degree. Yeah, or... And so they paid attention closely, to the weather because it, yeah. it directly related to their livelihood. Mm-hmm. I just came up with that and just that's now. Fair. I just came up just, with it. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel like anybody who's in the farming industry, uh, period, would be hyper aware of that. But, like, the boomers' um, parents were, like, the first settlers in North America. They had to. No, first settlers? They're all so old. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Let's just make them sound way old. Yeah. Hey, uh, I know one boomer that's listening. You tell me why you talk about the weather. Yeah, break it down. The first. rest of you, ask your boomer relatives why they talk about the weather so much. Mm-hmm. What is and and, see, and don't say see if no they take one offense fu- completely. Yeah, no <laughs> one likes clouds. Okay. Yeah. Meteorology is not well, a real thing. I don't know. I was looking at some clouds outside the window today at lunch, and I was like, those are stunning. Well, you you're, know you're also get, a photographer, like, like. Uh, I guess I'm like artistic. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> yeah, you're. A photographer. I was like, I was seeing the different like depths of light that the clouds were capturing. So some parts were like almost a pure white, and then there was like complete gradients, and like that's all. Uh, that's the only way that you can even tell what a cloud is 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 the shading of it, right? Without well, there's light being cast on. Anyways, it just I was, I <laughs> I started like deep diving into some like next level mental. Wow, how are clouds wow. made? Where did they come from? It's water vapor. The cumulonimbus, la la la. Yeah. Like I'm. Anyways. Well, it's about the altitude and the shape tells you what kind of cloud it is. Okay. Right. Yeah, and okay. and then different clouds tell you different things about the atmosphere, and what weather's okay. coming in. Mm, I see. That's it. That's all I know. That's it. Right. Okay. There's a whole expose at the Nature Museum in Ottawa, but uh, I haven't been there in quite some time. So you imagine the person that works at the museum just on Mm. the edge of getting fired. Like, if you don't come up with a good idea for an exhibit, you're out of here. And they go outside (laughs) and they're just crying. I'm buying me. And then it starts raining and they're like, oh my God, I got it. Clouds. People love clouds. I got it. It's nature. And they're like, you son of a bitch. Oh, man. So good. Fuck. I love when yeah. good things happen. Good time. It's probably a true story. So, um. What's the other in one? Relation to, in relation to weather. Oh, shit. This was more of like a, I don't quite understand the logic. 
Um, but like exterior thermostats, <laughs> I, I, like I'm on board because I'm like, yes, it's, it's nice to have access to like what the exterior weather is while you're still inside, especially in the winter because it's like brutal. Um, I, I feel like the part of me that doesn't get it is like, we have to be very thoughtful about where this is being placed. Yeah. I, I, right? Because I, if you're placing it like in on the south side of the house that gets sun all day long, all summer long, uh, that's going to be a different temperature than, you know, we'll say the north side of the house, if you will, because that's probably the most neutral. It's not getting direct light, like blah, blah, blah. Staple it to a tree or something that's in the shade. Right? Yeah. So, like, how do you... How do we justify having these? Like, does every does everybody who's obsessed with the weather do they have one? Uh, is is this part of that? Like, so Cassie's parents that? have one, so that could be okay. a boomer thing too. Maybe. But the thing is with the digital. So, oh man, this is oh, truly fascinating. <laughs> because even I'm just asking so many questions even the yeah. old ones like we've all seen like in some old with persons, the mercury and the thing. not even well that's just a thermometer. But right. there's the ones that tell the temperature, the relative humidity, and the pressure. Right. Now, okay, yes. th- those old ones that are dials, they're yeah. they're just inside the house. Right. So they're not for outside. But the humidity and the pressure would tell these old weather aficionados what they need to know about farming for their mm. their crops. Um Again, yeah. The new ones are digital, cause, and they'll tell you the same thing, but that's mm-hmm. that's got a thing outside, like a sensor outside that'll tell you. Right. But at the end of the day, like the the older generation who don't use digital products or like they have probably have cable TV or at least mm-hmm. satellite mm-hmm. if they don't have a phone and they can check the weather channel and everyone else has got a phone or the internet. And you can get all that information. There. Yeah, like I've got a friggin' outside thermometer right here. I just swipe right, right. boom, Weather Canada app <laughs> on my phone. It's 11 Whoa. degrees outside if anyone cares. Winds come out of Whoa. the south-southwest at 6 kilometers an hour. Guess what that means? I don't fucking know. Not very windy. It's not super windy. Not. It, it might be actually good kite-flying weather. Strong enough to get it up there, but, <laughs> but not so strong that your four-year-old's like, being dragged along the field right i don't know it's turning into like a science experiment um yeah i feel like maybe as we get older we will understand this whole weather thing more you know what that's interesting too because growing up okay especially now that you have kids like you look back and you're like oh my god i get it i get so many Mm -hmm. things now i just understand right after a few years of child rearing like man this is brutal so maybe, yeah, we'll follow that one up in a in a pile of episodes and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. I personally don't ever. We'll think have a new one. segment. It'll be called the weather. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. And the other thing too is like, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, because the pressure would affect your ability to light a stove, like a wood yeah. stove. Yeah. <coughs> so maybe you know having a thermometer or the one of them digital readouts or the the cool like. Um, navel-looking ones with, like, the the right. brass needles and shit. Tell you, yeah, like, yeah. how far to open up your flu or if you're going to leave the door open or not or whatever. I don't know. 
if that's that maybe is just for show in this day and age. But I yes, cannot I believe we've talked this much about fucking weather. <laughs> We're just as bad. Why do boomers talk about weather? They're fucking all laughing at us right now. We are the product of that generation. Yeah, and look at us go. Just, we're like archaeologists. We're just um, on the on, sorry on the subject of lighting your stove outside. I was at Costco today, and I saw something. I'm gonna text you a photo. Do you have your phone nearby? Uh, it's right in my desk. On your desk, okay. On my desk. Let's see. Tell me what you see in this picture. What? That's an oven. Right. Okay. What does it say? Where am I looking here? Camp chef? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where, where am I looking? Okay. So, um. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can It is find. an outdoor oven. Have you seen this before? Never. Were you not? Okay. Sorry. We, we, an outdoor <laughs> oven. So you can take this with you camping. Didn't I say oven? Yes. Okay. You you take this with you camping. That's the purpose of it. No, this is for like RVs and trucks and stuff. This is not for Right, camping. sorry. Yes, RVs. But like, you take it out into the outdoors. You take it to the fully serviced campsite. That's not camping. So, so that you can use your oven? Yeah. We're baking cookies. <laughs> Outside. Like I was, I was just how ha- I had such a moment. I was like, "What is this for? Like, what are you making on here?" And like, that's exactly what you see on the picture. They're baking cinnamon rolls. Oh my god! Okay, I love because that it comes with the you... baking tray. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure it's like it has to be a specific size yeah. for that oven. Like these ovens are small, even though it's quite big, considering. Like a little Coleman stove is is a quarter of the size. It's got like full gas burners on the top. I see, I think, three burners up on the top. Like it just, it blew my mind. Yeah, it's a pretty... Would you use something like this? Mm, I don't know. I, right now I would say no. Right. Um, but who knows where life's going to take you. I don't, I don't imagine... The need to bake anything while I'm camping, but who knows? Mm-hmm. There are ways that you can do that with a Dutch oven or a cast iron pan on a, on a fire. You can bake anything on a fire, right? And that was kind of like my thought. I'm like, why aren't we using the amenities that are provided to us by nature? Yeah, literally. Slash, a small campsite fire pit. Yeah, like it's gonna work. Like but where, but like doing? I said, I think it's probably for, or you know what actually this would be really handy for is people who are doing those, like, uh, the small homes or, uh, the, the Ooh. van life stuff or turning the school bus into a house kind of thing. Oh my God. That's terrifying. You're just going to, oh, okay. that, uh, that's, oh, that's fair. Yeah. You just said, I mean, yeah. most of these places have ventilation anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, tiny home I can get on board with. Maybe vans, but like anything beyond that, I'm kind of like, guys, this is this is a bit sketch. No. Well, I don't know. Propane's used like in RVs. That's what keeps the fridges cold. I don't know. It's right. pretty safe, I guess. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's it's like the safest, yeah. That's as right. long as it's stored properly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they say. That was an amazing journey into the mind of a boomer. Do you have more? More boomer stuff. You said you had a few. So so what's the deal with like? The loud classic rock music playing all the time. Like the classic rock from the 70s, maybe 80s. Oof. You know what that is to me in my you mind? Know what I mean? like it's it just, like, and so loud. They, refu- like, they, they don't like change. Change right. scares them. Yeah. They stick to their comfort zone. Okay. I don't know. Their glory days. Their glory days. So, yeah. <laughs> It's just like, let's listen to this soundtrack again because it made me happy. It reminds me of before my life sucked. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, truly, I, I just... I, Jordan mentioned that one because he's like, you know, I know a number of people. Not going to say who. Oh, I know some of them, too. Um, the ones he who knows. Are just, who are just like... Still jamming out to the same tunes um, all the time. And he's just like, what's what's the deal? What's the deal, yo? I don't know. What's the deal with these people? I, and I, I agree because there's just this afternoon, Anson and I were outside. And uh, two, a couple houses down, the neighbor is like blaring some obnoxious like... I. I couldn't even recognize what it was, but it was definitely 80s vibes. Um, and and I was so perplexed. I'm like, why do we all have to listen to this too, though? Like, and do it just for you. I, I love listening to music really fucking loud. Okay. Like, so loud. I vibe so hard to music. Are you, uh, you're that guy. Yeah, but I'll listen to all kinds of music, and I will listen to it all super. Usually, I don't listen to it that loud unless it's in my headphones or in my car. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. That's not you playing music in your yard. In the yard, I'll play music, but it's, it's, I mean, uh, some of the neighbors are going to hear it, but two, three houses down, you're, you're fine. Right. I don't know. I don't know. In the subdivision lifestyle, there's some things I need to adjust to. Yeah. That's one of them, I guess. Who knows? Who anyway. knows? And uh, I caught my mom saying this, and I've heard her say it a million times. Um, definitely thro- throwing my mom under the bus here, as far as uh, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Not even, not even what she said, because I, I feel like she'd stand by what she said. But uh, yeah, revealing her age. She wants everybody to think she's still like 45. So. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, she's she was heir like, to the throne. <laughs> She was talking about, because Isla had, like, a, I can't even call it a congested cough, but it it was just, like, every once in a while, she'd, like, <coughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, Mom's like, you gotta use Vicks, okay? Vicks works. You gotta listen to us old chicks, okay? We've been around the block. We know what we're talking about. And just the phrase, you gotta listen to us old chicks, was like, I I feel like it was like, checkmark, boomer expression. Boomer bingo. We should actually call this boomer bingo. 
Oh, yeah. that would be, yeah, 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 yeah. We could do that as a, a, a thing on a live yeah. um, stream at some point. We could do Boomer Bingo. People have to send us in their, they'll have to tag us in their TikToks yes. about getting their boomers to say the things on the Boomer Bingo card. And yes. we'll show it on the live. Oh, man, this is all coming Sweet. together perfectly. Yeah, we will. I, I want to organize this. Okay. Yeah, 100%. I want to let you organize this. This is perfect. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> You're like, great. I don't, <laughs> I don't have to do the legwork. Wonderful. Uh, I might get you to, like, uh, gather the quotes. No, I can help you in any way you, yeah. you'd like. Sweet. Okay. But Anyways, yeah. we'll sort this all out, folks. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's coming. <sighs> the boomer bingo. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Anyways, so like, if you guys have uh, things to contribute, or that's all I have on my list for now. But I'm sure I'll come up with some more. The more time I spend with my mom, specifically, um, yeah, she's great for it. She's she's a gold mine. She is. I was like, she's generating so much content right now. I can't even. I couldn't write it down fast enough. Really. <laughs> the um, uh, <laughs> the thing about the the uh, you got to listen to his old chicks. I've never heard that. But I think okay. in the spirit of what she's saying, I think yes. we've all heard some assertion of credibility from a boomer mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're old. Mm-hmm. Like old, They've been around old a doesn't long time. And, and 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 having experience doesn't mean you've learned from the experience. You mm-hmm. don't get credibility just because you've not died yet. Because you're alive, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to For you have sure. to dem- and maybe that's the the generational gap problem. Now. As a as a young parent, we can mm-hmm. we can relate to knowing that many things our parents did were in fact accurate, inappropriate, mm-hmm. uh, and helpful. But the generation gap could be explained, like the the tension between generations could be explained by the the incessant need for other generations to refuse help or advice or top tips from people who've been around the block. And, and right. want to figure things out for their own and, and thus develop their own experiential learning. That's, yeah. And that's tricky because there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good that can come from it, uh, from receiving, like, advice from older generations. But then at the same time, it's there's also uh, large changes in, like, knowledge base and what, recommendations are for parents to do like we're not using the same car seats we were using in the in the 60s yeah and we're not allowed to drink and drive yeah like like there's a lot of reasons for these things typically backed by science uh or research and uh i feel like i wonder if that has a lot to do with why I don't want to say a lot of parents because I feel like that's like generalizing but I would say why there's even uh, a question between the parents of like our parents and then us now yeah and and just the amount of information um, that has come in the last we'll say 30 years I guess Um, yeah um, Anyways, I, w- I went off on a tangent. No, that's good. And and it kind of yeah. interesting segue. So talking about generational gaps, and mm-hmm. this is actually a, a bit of a stilted segue, but cultural gaps. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was watching a video today talking about, uh, and I don't know if it was a city in China. I imagine okay. it had to be a city in China or a region in China, not just the whole country. 
but yeah. talking about how many cameras there were in that area. Oh, wow. And it was something like 700 million cameras. And it was like <gasps> one camera for every two people or something like that. So does that include people's like phone cameras? Are we talking like security cameras attached to buildings? Or yeah, like buildings. What, what constitutes pull, a camera? Like just, just like public surveillance cameras. Okay, okay. Um, Big brother type shit. Big brother type shit. And I mean, tr- okay. China would get a bad rap for that because, and I'm, I'm about to talk about social credit in a second. Communism. Um, but London is also one of the most surveilled cities in the world. Um and no one really I, I actually I won't say no one I don't feel that London gets the same negative reviews on it because they use it for secu- right. for security purposes so yeah I, they're using it perhaps the use is being applied differently I don't know well so I, I can't I, speak I looked to either it. I don't know I read an article oh you did I, I read an article from wire.com okay I'll actually send it to you and we can include it in the show notes now, I, I don't know the validity of the website. Um, I think it's good, or at yeah. least a good start state. Um, okay. And uh, so if readers are interested, please take a read. Um, it wasn't like a BuzzFeed article? No, no, it's Wired.uk. <laughs> um, and, okay. and Wired is a fairly old publication. It's been around okay. for a couple decades, and it's, nice. it's, it's reputed. Okay. Uh, anyhow, um, I was like, I wanted to know what the point of all these cameras was and it because the video was talking about you know like if you jaywalk uh it's noted if you it basically if you do bad things or things you're Mm -hmm. not supposed to do rather not bad things because jaywalking is not inherently bad it's just something you're not supposed to do Mm -hmm. um you you lose some social credit that's your punishment i see and i guess i was like i was trying to figure out what the point of social credit was for um because for the myriad of things that you could be penalized for in the social credit system, one of the examples was uh, you're playing your music too loudly on the train. You may get you know, barred, banned, suspended, or face higher fare prices for train tickets as a result wow. of your poor social credit. So much mm-hmm. like we go into a bank to get a, or, or based off of our ability to use financial credit, we get a credit score. Which is, wow. okay. which is our, that number represents our responsibility, our integrity, accountability, whatever you want to say, um, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the financial sector. So mm-hmm. lending institutions are willing to take a risk on you because you've demonstrated your trustworthiness. Um, mm-hmm. There's social credit. You know, if you're uh, a constant liar, people don't believe your stories. If you don't show up, people stop inviting you. Uh, there's there's a whole lot of, of reasons there. So um, the social credit system in China, which is, I, in, according to this article, not um, um, only a Chinese thing. It's being unrolled in China and by 20 whatever, I don't know, they want it to be... Um, all the aspects of it set up and they can or, or all the testing done of it and they can they can kind of unroll it countrywide but r- okay. but right now like different cities and different regions are are using it the way they see fit um wow. okay and i was trying to figure out what was the purpose of the social credit system so like mm-hmm. when, when you drive you do something wrong you lose demerit points that's credit um the, i guess the okay. idea with the social credit system was uh, to reward trustworthiness. So right, which is 
currently, and I don't know if it's always been, but it's currently like the most um, important aspect of your being. Uh, if we like related to the way cancel culture it is um, at play and, and those kinds of things, like it's all based on like trustworthiness and honesty. Uh, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, that's that's perfectly accurate. And, and one of the things the article says is under the section, why is China building this? They say mm-hmm. uh, trust keeping is insufficiently rewarded. So oh, the costs okay. of breaking trust tend to be low. So, like, being a good person is has not ever been rewarded. Is that kind of what they're saying? Or, or, or it's not that it's not been rewarded because I I don't think. Now I didn't I, I didn't have a chance to get into the into the nitty gritty on this. Yeah. But because that's where I stopped reading the article before uh, we started the the episode. Um, okay. I don't know if like our our credit. Like, there's a top score you can have, right? You can't go any higher. Mm-hmm. Um, in social credit, are you able to generate good credit? Do you get... So, it, it, it's weird. I don't know how to put this. If you if you miss uh, a mortgage payment, next time you get a mortgage, your rates will go up. Uh, mm-hmm. If you jaywalk, uh, your social credit goes down, and maybe it's harder to... you got to pay uh, higher rates on bus tickets. But is there like a quarterly or biannual or an annual review where you're going to get discounts for things, where you're going to get free rides on stuff, or you're going to get rewarded outside of the system? Yeah, because right Right. now it's sounding an awful lot like you got a score of 100. I'm Mm -hmm. just making up a number. You get a score of 100. That they've given everybody to start. Yeah. You you take 1,000 points Mm -hmm. and through your lifetime, like – do you only lose? Can you gain? Is there a cap? I don't know. What are the benefits of of so if you if you get busted for jaywalking and you lose some social credit points and it yeah. it, it impacts your ability to I don't know get a car loan that's right. that sucks. But if you go a whole year without jaywalking uh, or with all these cameras, like one of the things that drives me nuts is people that don't signal mm-hmm. when they're driving because in my mind. They're just demonstrating how, what little importance everyone else around them has in their life. I don't care about you. I'm driving. Go fuck yourself kind of thing. So if I'm going where I'm going and all you figured out, these cameras could, could see you, uh, Uh not signal. And then you could get busted for it. I'm like, fuck yeah. That guy deserves it. I think that would make a big difference to the way people behave everywhere all the time. Like you think of. You know, I, I hate to call them the Karens, but, like, people who go up to um, staff at retail establishments and just, like, ream them out and whatever. I feel like your social credit would drop so quick if you behaved like that. Yeah, and, if you were just a public um, asshole. Yeah, like, nobody's held accountable for for behaving, I don't want to say badly, but, like, really um, abusively. I feel like it it would have to be more than just, uh, you know, you're having a bad day, so you're not being, like, super friendly and fun every time you talk to somebody. But uh, if you were, you know, uh, breaching or violating 
a code of conduct like for example on the on the bus system most bus systems have like a harassment policy right mm. so if you were to uh infringe on that harassment policy i could see how like social credit would be affected by something like that um so the the other thing that's interesting right? about this is like you and i we're we're mm-hmm. westerners we're, we're looking mm-hmm. at this from a very different point of view um and i just i just scrolled through to see what maybe the negative points of view could be and they talk about Absolutely, it as, a, as yeah. a surveillance state which is which is terrifying yes um, so yeah. I, I i would be interested to know what system would exist in between social credit where the government rates you and you you win or suffer based on the government i don't i don't like that i, mm-hmm. I like your ability to make it or break it on your own if consequences come your way because some people get away with stuff and that's okay that's just the way mm-hmm. it goes but mm-hmm. the problem with with this social credit system is now it's the government telling you which behavior is good and which behavior is bad. So mm-hmm. like all those protests we saw in Hong Kong over the last couple of years, yeah. all of those individuals under the social credit system would have been severely penalized. Huge, yeah. And and I mean they're all students, so they've got their whole lives ahead of them. Um, yeah. Rather, the majority were students. Um, but th- you know, in in North America, if people were penalized for a protest no matter how aggressive the protest became and i'm i'm caveating this with with short of violence okay so people Mm -hmm. are yelling and screaming like like the uh the freedom truckers Mm -hmm. they would all be all of their their uh their car insurance would go up uh i don't know would their gas prices go up would they be able to take out loans what would their right. interest rates look like? Would they be able to get jobs? Well, like something sort of happened in relation to that because a, a lot of them were talking about how their bank accounts are being frozen because there was activity that seemed like it could have been related to the protests. And a lot of banks, I think, took it upon themselves. I could be wrong, but there, a lot of banks were like freezing people's accounts. So, yeah, that's a good point. To prevent them from accessing it. and I heard I that too, yeah. Like, I have no idea how that was permissible. Um, the pr- I'm sure there's some fine print somewhere about it. Uh, like, you know, if they were worried that it would contribute to... Um, funding. Ma- the, funding destruction yeah. or, like, a hate group or whatever. That sort of thing. Which is really interesting because, I mean, where was But that? how do they know who's who? So, it's easy. All you need to do is, is find out the individual's name, who's there. And right. you get that when the police officer interacts with them. Or, okay. uh, you know, um, facial recognition. That's one of the things in China that they use. They have uh, right. powerful facial recognition. I know police cars, uh, they have those cameras that can scan like four license plates a second. And and so while the police officers are just, you know, cruising their beats, they'll get a notification when a car has been reported or or -hmm. tickets are, you know what I mean, like uh, stickers Mm -hmm. are expired or what have you. Um, So I don't know if there's some mechanism like that in place. But once you have someone's name, uh, name, address, any other piece of like it's easy to to find where they do their banking. It's all digital. I see. Like the money that's that when you open up your your banking website or your app, that money's not there. Mm-hmm. It's just a yeah. There's no physical money th- sitting in a Gringotts bank somewhere. No, it's yeah. It, it's it, we call it fiat money because 
I don't know when it was, 73, the U.S. took the dollar off the gold standard. Yes, and the gold yeah. standard meant that for every dollar that was... So I'm... I'm In existence? I'm like 80% confident about this. If people have got okay. more information, please let us know. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the U.S. For every U.S. dollar in circulation, there was the equivalent amount of gold in reserve. Mm. So the money wasn't the thing. It was the gold backing the money that was the value. And making it have value. And yeah. giving yeah. it worth. So then, the you know, the whole market was, the U.S. dollar became like sort of the 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 trading standard or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about economics. Right. But, you know, when they took the dollar off the gold standard, it meant that the money meant absolutely nothing. So, right, yeah. and banks use your money in your account to loan to other people. And it's all, it's all ones and zeros. It's all code. It's all binary. And as long as the, the numbers add up at the end of the day, they're happy. Um, the problem with, and this is where the social credit discussion becomes really problematic for a lot of people because. Quite hairy, if you will. There's, <laughs> there's those you know stereotypical individuals that keep all their money in a shoebox or or under their mattress yeah. but yeah. there's gonna be a world probably in our lifetime where physical currency doesn't exist yeah and so if everything it's is done eliminated. i mean i i can't remember the, the last time truly that i spent physical currency in the last two weeks um mm -hmm. but there will be a time where physical currency won't matter uh who, who knows what that's going to look like how will how will you donate money to homeless people. How will you pay? I don't know. Right. Buskers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but what it means is that yeah. all of your assets. Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, and, and okay. So that's it R really quickly. It, it means mm -hmm. if everything's digital, you have no power to, to stand up for yourself, to stand against the government, right. to, to dissent, to disagree, to protest, to whatever. If you can't fund yourself and your interests, with your mm -hmm. money because the government froze it because it's not mm -hmm. real. Everything's mm -hmm. off your phone or your Apple Watch or fucking... I don't know if there's a chip in your arm or, like, remember that Justin Timberlake movie about time? Like, um... But that's there's why... Whole, uh, the zeitgeist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's why the, the cryptocurrency is an interesting thing because it's not government-controlled. Mm -hmm. And so people who are worried about social credit or the digitization of, of the world... Mm -hmm. should probably start investing in, in cryptocurrency because uh, it's actually, it's it's far more than just currency. The blockchain mm -hmm. technology behind cryptocurrency is used in in so many aspects around the world. It's it's pretty okay. impressive stuff. But yeah. that was, uh, I I don't know these things. I'm I'm somewhat aware of some aspects of these things, but right. if, if anyone out there listening has got some uh, good resources on cryptocurrency or social credit or mm -hmm. uh you know gold standard and fiat currency let us know mm -hmm. i'll say this one of the um oh, which country is it it's like it's a south american country i think okay it is completely on cryptocurrency oh uh, i'm just gonna google this really quick because i want people to know this like, which we need country uses crypto currency Exclusively. There may be more than one. 
I like I can see the benefit of having only cryptocurrency, but like you said, you need everybody to be able to access that if they're going to be part of this so system. So I don't think it matters either way because mm-hmm. you're going to it's it's digital no matter what. So if there's right whether it's cryptocurrency or whether it's the fake currency we currently use, it's digital. The fake Yes, but it, but yes. it is it is fake. Like the, it, there's no, we have physical money in uh, what's the word? in circulation. Uh, yes, but, yeah. But there's nothing. There's nothing tangible it, yeah. that that denominates the value of that coin or that that note that you're holding. Right. It's yeah, all- it's um I remember a teacher of ours in high school telling us like if everybody went to the bank today and requested to have all of their money taken out cash there would hardly be enough money. No, they, it's so the money you put in for, your bank is being used to loan yeah. to this person. It's just all fuck it's just the and remember, like, when you're a cashier, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm thir- 30 cents missing from my till at the end of the night. I'm in so much trouble. Like, right, yeah. Imagine running a fucking bank. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. that's all I got on that. You have to balance those books every single day. Oh, thank God for computers. Yes. There's a great uh, there's a great book. I think it's called Money and Power. Uh, I'm going to Google okay. this real quick. I couldn't find out which country it was that was using... Um, Crypto. Cryptocurrency. V- Vietnam came up, but I don't think it was. I don't yeah. think it was that one. It was, I, th- I thought it was another one. Because you mentioned South America, so we'll we'll keep looking, see if we can figure it out. There's oh fuck. This is. It blows my mind, just like the thought of of NFTs and cryptocurrency and all, all of our assets being digital and like I don't want to say the stock market but like navigating investments and things like that like it's just it's such a world of, on its own you know I mean and as 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 you know far-fetched as this seems like the money or the movie um, Wolf of Wall Street right. is it Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, um, The Big Short. Okay. The Big Short, uh, highly entertaining, very well researched. Same guy that wrote the book Moneyball. Okay. Um, it's it's entertaining. It's 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 insightful and it's educational. It's about the two thousand eight financial crisis in the U S. Yes, 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 and, yes. And yes. so, like, this is why not having money backed by so again, my totally amateur, not even amateur, ignorant point of view on this i know nothing about money except i like to spend it um Mm -hmm. is that it buys shiny things the people who can this is going to sound also uh you know tinfoil hatty and it's not meant to be um, okay but the people who control the financial institutions and the government who write the laws into the books who control those institutions who manage the funds um, like when you hear about like, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the central bank raising the interest rates and blah, 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 blah. Yes, Everything yeah. that we have to do with money is controlled by people, mm-hmm. not by the value of currency in circulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a very convoluted, very complex. Like I don't even bother with it. 
Um, it's a lot. It is. There's a, like there's so much to know about it. I feel like you. And there's yeah. whole whole sectors to get involved with in money that aren't related to others, and you could spend a lifetime trying to become a pro on it. It's yeah. it is wild. And then it changes. But that took longer than I thought it was going to, and oh. I am. Okay. I'm finished ranting about <laughs> social credit and money. <laughs> No, that's so. It's such a fascinating topic. I feel. I feel like. I've heard of. Uh, you know, I've heard whispers of it, and, uh, but I've I've never actually like. Discussed the the ins and outs of it. So yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, this is one I'd really like for people to weigh in on, and and it's interesting too. Okay, I, I swear to God, this is my last point that I'm done. Uh, okay. Is that. Okay. <clears throat> money is not something we discuss in the household. Okay. Like that might be a boomer thing too, but growing up, we never talked about money. We never talked about making money, spending money, how to invest money, how to save it, how to use okay. it. Respond. It just wasn't discussed. Mom and, and dad. Is that something that you found was like helpful, or it was it was like more of a? Well, it's it's it's. I think it's a it's a tab. thing. No, I think it's a taboo topic that we need to discuss. Oh, okay. I think okay. we need to have money conversations, not like getting involved in the decision making but yeah. you know um explaining to children at the right age at the right time and, and w- when they have the right maturity about what mm-hmm. what being financially responsible means you can meet them at their level with different sort of concepts about money and, mm-hmm. and value and things like that for sure but if yeah. we if we got our children started younger like i know yeah. jordan for example i think I, I don't know what the conversations his parents had with him, but he's always, always been very good with his money. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and whatever his parents did may may have had an impact. It, it could have just been his own, uh, out of his own volition, his own desires, his own concerns. Because um, he's always been a smart guy too. He's understood things, not just like, for example, at the grade school level, say in grade 10, like he didn't yeah. just understand the material he was learning, but he also... Right. He has a, a great ability to apply forethought, which which most teenagers can't do. So he can okay. he can assess the ramifications mm-hmm. of decision he makes now on his future goals, which is yeah. I don't know how you teach that. Yeah, it's interesting because, like the social credit thing, it's it's you're kind of trying to build trustworthiness within yourself. Yeah, actually, sorry, let me take that back. I don't want to say I don't know how to teach that I, I i know of only one example that cheryl has told me that she used and applied with jordan and um i think it would be a, a wise thing to teach any kid um not from like a value perspective but from like a being smart about what you choose to spend your money on um I don't remember how old Jordan was when she had this conversation with him, but he wanted a baseball glove and he saw one like in a flyer for Canadian Tire and he really liked it and he wanted it. And Cheryl said, okay, we'll get it for you, but we'll wait until it goes on on sale. And, you know, it did go on sale and she's like, you know what though, I've seen it go at for a better price than this this is only we'll say i don't remember what the numbers were two dollars off i've seen it go for five so let's wait until it goes for five dollars off 
and then you'll still get your baseball glove and you'll have paid five dollars less for it basically and so I think that lesson really stuck with him because when like he finally got the baseball glove he was like wow it didn't cost me as much I still have five dollars in my pocket and um I got what I wanted yeah as well so I feel like that translated yeah I feel like (laughs) Uh, a double rainbow. I feel like it translated <laughs> into different parts. That's going in the. That's going on the socials. Double rainbow. I, it uh, should be the title. Like it, <laughs> oh sure, no problem. Uh, unless you um, I'm not fast. I I honestly no I probably I don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like that that transferred into so many other aspects of his life where it was like let's delay it's like delayed gratification right and like you said most youth don't have that it's instant gratification only you know get that dopamine rush right Mm -hmm. and uh i feel like um i hope to be able to instill the same thing in my kids and i hope for everybody to be able to instill the same thing in their kids uh, if they want, uh, only because I feel like it makes for thoughtful people. Yeah, and because right? what, what's difficult about younger people and children is that you can't show them the consequences of their decisions when they make the decision. Mm-hmm. And by the time the consequence rolls around, they, they may be over it entirely. They may, yes. they may not care they anymore. Don't care. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's just hard to, to, to reinforce that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If anybody has any other examples of like ways that you could, uh, please enlighten us <laughs> as parents <laughs> yeah. and, and give us advice on yeah how how to help kids understand the concept of like finances, possibly uh, being able to manage long-term goals things like that uh yeah i'd love to hear i will say this people's feedback yeah my, my i think and and this is only coming to me now so i'm sorry dad it took me 33 years um but anytime oh, good. my parents made a big expenditure yes. they did teach us that there was a cost to that expenditure gotcha so yeah. if it was you know we, they had three kids all within the same sort of three-year grade sort of range band and then so you like each one of you were in like it was like eight first second third yeah Yeah. something like that yeah yeah and and schools do the same thing for everyone so like every year every time something came up it cost three times as much because there was three of us and then four times as much if we were ever in the same school with shannon lee um yeah but they say you know what this is this is happening you guys are going to get this but it means that we're not going to do this or we're not going to have this mm. as much or we're going to take a break on on this kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. checks out. So that's, yeah. that is one, one, one way of doing it is... The checks and balances. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like it, you can't just consume. You can't just constantly take. Sometimes yeah. you have to give a little too. Yeah, there's, there's going to be something that is affected by this decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty important. Absolutely. No, I find that very important. Sorry, I feel like you were going to describe something like the... Or maybe you you finished your thought, but you were saying uh, finances were kind of a taboo subject growing up. uh, No, I I just... And they shouldn't be. Yeah, and and I think it's just... I I, I don't know. Maybe it's a boomer thing. I don't know. Uh, 
Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> but it's a very adult thing to manage a household and pay bills and all that kind of jazz. Yeah. And kids, you know, they're probably not interested. Um, but it's the same reason why, like, you know, you go to school and you're mm-hmm. learning a bunch of shit that you're never going to do. But you don't mm-hmm. learn how to pay rent or how to set up a, a, a checking account or how to do your taxes. Or there's so many life things that you don't get taught in school. Right. Yeah. Uh, that it, it's 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 on the parents to teach that to kids these days. I think, and especially more so like when we were growing up, it was things were pretty simple. You'll be okay. Right. Not much yeah. happening. But nowadays, man, like everything is so compressed for children. They are learning like what what they're learning in grade two. I learned in grade five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I, it's 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 just an exaggeration. But. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much information. There's a lot more information being delivered, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and learning to, to, to filter the wheat from the chaff with everything mm-hmm. you're getting bombarded with is, is probably something we should take a, a stronger stance on or a, yeah. a, a bigger role in, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know, you mentioned that um, the parents are taking on a lot of the responsibilities i don't know if that's a bad thing per se because i remember the experience of opening my first bank account my mom doing that with sean and i and i felt like that was like such a cool thing to share with my parents so maybe that's okay too right yeah the um but like the balancing checkbooks and things like that could definitely be taught in school i feel like i took accounting and that's essentially what it is i feel like they could have just taught it in such a way that was like this is going to directly apply to this type of interaction in your life and so let's use rent for an example you get paid this much you know build a monthly budget for yourself yeah say that would be a perfect example of like you're learning this already. Let's make it applicable for real life. Yeah, and I remember I took in, in grade ten like know, civics. No, it wasn't even civics. What the frig was that class? Civics would have been like learning how to write a resume and stuff, right? And like no, like pol- pol- politics and v- oh, okay, rights and response. I don't know. Anyway, I remember I took yeah. a class. I don't know what the hell it was called. Cassie, if you remember, please tell me. Um, <laughs> you were there. Yeah, you you're there. But it was like, you know, you got this much money and here's a flyer. Make a monthly budget. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, don't just throw (laughs) me into this. You know what I do every day? I wake up and stuff is there. I don't know how to prioritize. I don't know consumption rates of these items. I don't Mm -hmm. know how long they last on the shelf. I don't know how many. Like, I'm making a lot of assumptions here. Like, what appliances do I have? What can I cook with? How big is my freezer? Like, mm-hmm. do I have clean water? Do I live in Flint, Michigan? Do I need to buy bottled water? Like, you may- hey, they say the water there is clean. Yeah. Okay. Just let it run for two minutes. L O L. No, it's not. But yeah, yeah, like I think today. Anyway, uh, schools aren't going to do it. Um, and this is not, guys. This is not a a a jab at schools. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. The, that, that the, needs to be taught. More so, like the school board and, and yeah, this, education. Well, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. very much like uh, had I had it i won't say a say but had i known what would have served me better in the future i would have been like hey dad what the hell are bills and how do you pay them mm-hmm. hey hey dad 
what are taxes? I don't know anything about this. How, yeah. do, how do you do them? Mm-hmm. The first time I signed a check in my whole life was I was in fourth year of university. Wow. And it was to it was I, I filled out twelve rent checks and I had a me and my my four roommates we had to have our landlord Deposit. walk us through the process. Oh no way! Yeah, because like we were all all military kids and like yeah they 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 talk about you know going to RMC is really great for a lot of things. It's it's it, it's good for a lot of things. It's not as great as mm. the the boomers like to think it, it is or was. You're like maybe a little bit sheltered. Is that a hundred percent? Because like you don't oh, cook. Okay. The only right. thing you clean is your room. Uh, yeah. You get yourself to and from classes, and, yeah. and you play your sports, and you do your workouts, and then you, you go do your studies, and, and, and you take care of your your clothes and stuff. You do your own laundry, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, but living off, and we rented a house. There was four, five of us total. Now yeah. we're paying rent. We're doing our own groceries. We're figuring out how to split bills. We're, we're dividing chores. That's not... For the first time? Well, it, it, I mean, most of us experienced at least housekeeping to some degree because if we didn't if we weren't involved as children in our own homes um, the military certainly teaches you pretty quick how to keep things in in order yeah be clean yeah but it's like yeah it's like hey who's cooking who's cleaning like when you're doing dishes and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's like there's just a lot of life skills that aren't shared anywhere other than the home and Mm -hmm. and they should be uh, it's, I won't say they should. It's something I plan on doing. Right. Uh, I know my mom, again, I'm chirping my mom, but she's mentioned so many times. She's like, they need to bring back home ec. Yeah. For for that reason, because they did teach a lot of those mm-hmm. little things, right? They they had home ec in, um, I think, our high school, but I think it was actually... I, I, optional. Ec- like an it, it was optional, and it was a lot of yeah. like... Everyone makes fun of it. They call it all girly stuff, but like sewing and shit like that. Yeah, um, which is a really handy skill to have. It, it, it is, <laughs> and uh, I just don't know what o- other things they they talked about there. And realistically, too, I think a lot a lot of us had really good teachers that taught us anecdotally, like, "Hey, yes. this isn't part of the curriculum, but this is something you guys should be aware of. You're young For adults. Sure. Like, please keep yeah. this in mind." Yeah, that was like when my English teacher in middle school went off on a tangent and was like, this has nothing to do with our English class, but like body odor is a problem (laughs) with so many of you. And she's like, I'm not naming names. I'm going to give you a generalized example of the issues that could arise. And I want to make sure that you guys are all fully aware. We're having the talk, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, you know. That, that was life skills as well. Like, wash yourself. Right? Use soap. I'm going to she, s- send you... She a- was like... S- sorry. No, go ahead. She went on to, like, specifically mention, like, make sure you get your armpits in any areas that could trap smells. Any areas. From being... Yeah, from being, you know, covered all day. If it's a crease, clean it. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird exactly. topic. Exactly. Um, I'm going to send you a, a, a clip. Oh, I got it right here. Oh, okay. Teaching my son how to use deodorant. This is Joe Coy. Um, <laughs> we should put this in the uh, in the Instagram post for the episode. Yeah. But, Are we allowed to play it or is that like not allowed? Uh, I'll play it. Hang on a second. I'm going to turn up my volume. 
I don't know, is it going... Is there a visual component to this that might not make it as funny? There, there is one, but you'll hear it here. Actually, pe- okay. people will see it on the Instagram. I see. Yeah, okay. but I sent it to you. Thank you. And uh, this is a really funny shit, I think. I laughed really hard. I think you sent it to me uh, recently. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sidebar, Joe Coy's, uh got a movie coming out with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah. It looks funny. All right, I think on that note, we should probably wrap this up. Yes, This absolutely. is our longest one yet in, in a while. In a while. In a H-while. <laughs> All right, AS, well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, please remember to tell your friends about us. Uh, listen, we're, you know, we're going every week now, you guys. Yeah, uh, and we ain't of, stopping. Yeah, so... Thank you for listening and subscribe and all the good things. So Yeah, leave your yeah. comments, like, review, whatever. Um, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and if you guys have anything you want to hear us talk about because we know everything, uh, just let us know. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll gladly do very minimal research to have a very candid conversation about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, divulge all our inner thoughts about the subject. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right. Thank you. <laughs> See you, everybody. Toodles.